0: Welcome everybody. I am Chris Ann Hall, your in-house constitutional attorney. Welcome to the show, Christian. Say hello, Christian. Hello, Christian. Uh Christian, say that again louder, please. Hello, Christian. Christian has promised to speak up today. I don't really think that was any louder. Try one more time for me, Christian. Hello, Christian. Yay! (laughs) If you're going to be on the air, speak with boldness, Christian. Speak with power. That's what we're doing here. And everybody wants to see Christian. They want to hear Christian. But we are just happy to have Christian with us. Because you know he was, like, gone for a while. And I didn't like it. So, (laughs) what's that? I said I was gone. But now you're back. Are you happy to be back? Most definitely. Was it cold? Not really. Where were you? Tennessee. In Tennessee, not cold. I am getting ready to leave. We're going to go out of order here for just real quick, Christian. I'm getting ready to leave. As a matter of fact, uh, when I finish taping this show. We're taping it early. So you will see it at six o'clock. I'm doing it right now. As soon as I'm finished here, I'm driving home, going to throw stuff in my suitcase. And we are flying, Abby and I, are flying to South Dakota for the HOLD Conference. Uh, This is a health freedom conference that is held in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. It's called the HOLD Summit, which stands for Health Ownership Liberty Development. This Saturday, December third, Sioux Falls, South Dakota, Christian. Yes. The high is going to be twenty three degrees, dude. Not. It's pretty cold. Do you like that? I do. Wow. Well, I'm going to teach you the Constitution. You can go teach. Um, twenty three degrees is the high. I've been in Florida now t- like twenty six years. I. Is it outside? Oh my gosh, no. You couldn't do it. You were like, hypothermia, die. We're going to have a health ownership conference where you die. (laughs) Where you freeze to death. No, no. It's South Dakota. They know it's cold. So join us at the HOLD Summit Health Ownership Liberty Development Summit in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. You can go to my uh, social media, all my social media. You can go to truth, you can go to Instagram, you can go to Facebook, you can go to LinkedIn, and you can find all these information that you need to go to this conference. We're actually flying into Omaha and driving, so we could have a caravan. If you live near Omaha, we could have a caravan. All of us ride together. Um, so our first story of today has to do with Biden's Uh, head of nuclear waste. Biden's head of nuclear waste has set a new first ever record. Not just simply a non-binary head of nuclear waste, but the first non-binary federal official to face felony theft charges. Yes, you heard it. Sam Brinton the non-binary federal head of nuclear waste, according to officials, admits to stealing a woman's suitcase from the airport. Not just any suitcase, mind you, luggage worth over $2,000. In this report I'm reading, Sam Brinton's recently celebrated by the Biden Energy Department as the first, quote, as the, quote, first gender fluid person in the federal government. What exactly does that mean, gender fluid? Does that mean one minute he's a man and one minute he's a woman and you might be talking to a man one minute and then the next minute you're talking to a woman? I mean, didn't we used to call that multiple personality disorder? I don't know. I, I look. If you if you want to be that way, you got the liberty to be that way. Go for it, right? But here's the problem I have: you are a federal official. You are a cabinet member. You are the you are part of the energy department, and you are the head of nuclear waste. And you're trolling the luggage rack at the airport, stealing suitcases. Seriously. And then you lie about it. Let me tell you the kind of security clearance. United States government. Security clearance. A cabinet member who is the head of nuclear waste has to have. I mean, we're talking high level security clearance. And this dude is charged with felony theft and lied about the felony theft until he didn't, right? I'll tell you what happened, Christian. Did you see his picture? Um, Sadly. I mean, this is seriously a very, very confused person. This is a mental illness, people. Like I said, we used to call this Multiple personality disorder. I can't tell if I can't remember if I'm a woman this time or a man this time, and it might be fluidly changing as we talk. You know what he did? I'm telling you what he did, Christian. He's at the airport. He's flying, right? Wherever he's going, he likes to dress up in women's clothes. He's probably embarrassed to go to the store and buy women's clothes. So he stalks this lady on his plane and says, She looks like my size, right? And then goes home with her suitcase because now he's got a whole wardrobe he doesn't have to go shopping for as a man so he can dress like a woman. And bonus, it is a very expensive bag. It is a Vera Bradley roller suitcase. And there you have it. You have people who were merely in Washington, D.C. during the protest of the counting of the Electoral College votes, still in prison, on no bond, from January 6th, and the head of the Nuclear Waste Department allegedly admits to felony theft after he lied about it and he's not in jail. Oh, he's on paid leave, I'm sorry, right? Look, we have got to stop accepting this two-tiered judicial system, this two-tiered standard of law with the government. Now at the Rivers School of Government, a lot of you know that the river school of government is where i teach here in tampa and i've been teaching on frederick bastiat's the law and his whole his whole premise of bastiat the, uh, of his of bastiat's the law is how law becomes perverted And if you study Frederick Bastiat's The Law, then you can look at Sam Brinton, you can look at the Clintons, you can look at at, um, Hunter Biden, you can look at Joe Biden, and you can see how they get away with what they get away with. Because you see, this is what happens when people allow law to become perverted over the years. I'm not going to go into that today. We'll talk about that some other day. And you can go to libertyfirstsociety.com. Throw up that link there for him, Christian. Go to libertyfirstsociety.com and take our classes and learn about this all by yourself. Speaking of Hunter Biden and Joe Biden, play that video, Christian, of Barack Obama I mean, seriously, Barack Obama is speaking to a group of people and you're not going to believe, or maybe you will, what Barack Obama says in a group of people. What's interesting is, I wonder how many people don't know who he's talking about. And the audacity, I mean, seriously. First off, Obama is a Democrat. Obama is a former president. And for a former president to say this of the same party, it's just really kind of shocking to me, actually. So go ahead and play that video. In our lives, who we don't wish them ill will, they say crazy stuff. We're all like, well, you know. Uncle Joe, you know what happened to him. You know, it's okay. They're part of the family. But you don't give them serious responsibilities. Some folks in our... Can't you believe that? Uncle Joe. We love him. He's part of the Democrat family. We don't wish him ill will. But you know, that's Uncle Joe. You know what happened to him. No, really, Obama. Tell us what happened to him. Really, tell us what's happened to him. I mean, you know what happened to him. Everybody knows what happened to him. Why don't you just go ahead and say what happened to him? But what you know what? We don't give him serious responsibilities. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? A former Democrat president talking about a sitting Democrat president. I don't know guys, how much more obvious can it be? Why would Barack Obama talk so poorly about Joe Biden? Because they don't want Joe to run in 2024. Between now and 2024, the Democrat party is going to do everything in their power, to discredit Joe Biden. And their little minions in in the uh, media are gonna be barking right alongside of them, doing everything they can to undermine Joe Biden as if he needs any help. But when before they were actually covering for, you know what happened Uncle Joe. Now they're not gonna be covering anymore. They're gonna be actually highlighting it because they don't want him to run again. But you see, Joe's just aware enough. Joe is just cognitive enough to know in the whole political reign thing, he's entitled to another run. And he's just got just enough brain power left that he's not going to step down. Perhaps he has so much arrogance, so much self-conceit, that even in his diminished mental capacity, he is too much to say, I'll step down. And that's why you're going to have all of this craziness happening, right? That's it. That's what's happening. Google Google and YouTube pour millions into creating a global fact check fund. Millions into over 100 fact-checking organizations as part of a new global fact check fund aimed at stomping out misinformation online. $13.2 million grant to the International Fact-Checking Network, the IFCN, Nonprofit Pointer Institute. Nothing's gonna go wrong there. That's gonna be great, right? leftist funding fact checking you know what's really interesting in a liberty based society you can have google and and youtube wasting millions of dollars to create a fact checking organization I mean, that's their prerogative in free market to do whatever they want with their money. If if their members, if their market share people want them to do that, then that's fully in a land of liberty and free market. They can blow all their dough on creating a fact-checking organization. That's not the problem. Problem is not that Google and YouTube are creating a fact-checking organization. The problem is, is that these fact-checking organizations will be pushed by government. Problem number one, the governments will push the fact-checking organizations created by Google and YouTube. Problem number two, and this is bigger than problem number one, way too many American people will submit to the Google fact-checkers to the International Fact-Checking Network. Way too many Americans will submit to the brainwashing of these people. They will submit out of ignorance because they actually believe them. They will submit out of comfort because they don't want to say anything and, and jeopardize their job or jeopardize their Their family connections jeopardize their friendships or jeopardize their bank accounts or their PayPal accounts or their social media accounts. Comfort people, comfort. They will sell their souls to stay comfortable. That's the problem with an international fact-checking network. Not that the international fact-checking network exists. The problem with the international fact-checking network will be submission to the international fact-checking network. And you don't have to submit. You have a duty to take a stand. You have a duty to say no. You have a duty to speak your mind and your conscience You have the duty to stand by, stand on, stand with truth. Perhaps I should just go ahead and read this. What Benjamin Franklin wrote in 1722 as a 16-year-old boy about this very topic. This is silence do good letter number eight. Let me read this to you. Without freedom of thought, maybe I should put my glasses on. That would be a good thing, right? Without freedom of thought, there can be no such thing as wisdom. Without, and no such thing as public liberty, without freedom of speech. Which is the right of every man as far by it as he does not hurt or control the right of another. And this is the only check it ought to know and the only bounds it ought. The only check it ought to suffer and the only bounds it ought to know. This sacred privilege of freedom of speech is so essential to free governments that the security of property and the freedom of speech always go together. And in those wretched countries where a man cannot call his tongue his own, he can scarce call anything else his own, like his bank accounts, like his property, like his job, like his speech itself. I mean, can't get a home loan cuz you can't get a lo- can't get a home cuz you can't get a home loan because somebody's monitoring your speech and they don't agree with it, you can't even keep your property in a land where free speech is controlled by public traders. Not my words. Benjamin Franklin's. Listen to what he says. In those wretched countries where a man cannot call his tongue his own, he can scarce call anything else his own. Whoever would overthrow the liberty of a nation must begin by subduing the freeness of speech, a thing terrible to public traitors. He says that men ought to speak well of their governors is true. While their governors deserve to be well spoken up, but to do public mischief, without hearing of it, is only the prerogative and felicity of tyranny. A free people will show. Are you catching this now? A free people will show they are free by their freedom of speech. So the problem with the Google, YouTube, fact-checking, network, international fact-checking network is not its existence, it's our submission. Do not submit. Do not give in. Choose liberty over comfort. You know, that's why we are putting out our new movie. Our new documentary will be premiered on December 14th right here in Tampa, Florida. Now, is not so big that you can't come from other places. If you're in Jacksonville, we want you to come. If you are in, in Tallahassee, we want you to come. If you're in Miami, we want you to come. If you're in Naples, we want you to come. It's just a drive, guys. We have hotels right here, less than a mile from where the premiere is going to be. It is a life Changing documentary, and you'll be here to see it with the sheriffs, with the pastors, with the producers, with the film directors. Everybody's going to be here on December 14th, 3738 River International Drive. Go to Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, or not YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, uh, Truth Social, and uh LinkedIn, and click the link, hurry up, go there now, and get your free ticket now. Seating will be limited. You have to get your ticket, so go get your ticket now for free. Get it before it gets too close. Christian, why don't you go ahead and play one of those trailers for non-compliant too? Because you see, as the public traders try to commit their tyranny you're going to know need to know what we're teaching in this documentary it will save your life your liberty and your property go ahead christian pastor stood in the pulpit and said government doesn't own my church it's under the head of christ and government cannot shut down my church. And this sheriff arrested him for it. We're not stopping. We'll never stop. We'll never comply. It'll be a cold day in hell with the devil singing Frosty the snowman. We will never bow and we'll never comply. It's time for you to stand up and say no. Do you want to have the boldness to stand? Do you want to have, as Samuel Adams said, the wisdom, the knowledge, and the virtue to defend liberty not for yourself, but for your posterity? December 14th, 7 p.m. Go online. Get your ticket now. Well, thank you for joining me on today's show. Hey, Christian, why don't you tell everybody goodbye? See ya. (laughs) <laughs> You're bad as JC. I always say, JC, say goodbye. He says, bye. <laughs> bye. So thank you guys for joining us today. This is Friday. So we will be in South Dakota at the HOLD conference and uh, back to you on Monday. Don't forget you can contact us with your constitutional legal questions at legal at Our nonprofit legal organization is going to have some big news to let you in on here very shortly. A big, huge national case that we're taking. So find us at li- at legal. Uh, what is it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Liberty first dot legal. I don't even know my website's Christian. Liberty first dot legal. Thanks so much for joining me today. You have a fabulous, blessed and powerful weekend. God bless. We hold these truths to be self-evident. That all men are created equal and endowed by their creator with certain alienable rights. and we've raised a spoiled brat representative government that needs to be taken to the woodshed. Are you satisfied with the government that owns you? There are churches who refuse to allow us to use their facilities to teach unspoken or even sometimes spoken rule that religion and politics don't mix. You wouldn't dare speak out against the government or somehow resist. Christians have to be involved in politics. God commands it.